Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Detective Bebop Robomogo. Travel log October 15th, 2021. In Bebop time, infinity times fish. It's a new math I'm trying out. As I said last time, I had escaped into the Messingham HQ. I thought I was free of all the weird clones in the basement, but I was followed. And I'm here now with one Jonathan. Hi! Shh! Don't say anything. You're going to attract attention. Now, as I was saying, me and Jonathan. Hi! Oh my goodness. Do you really have to do that? I'm just happy to be here. Okay, well, I'm not happy to be here in this strange office space with some random Jonathan. Hi! Please stop saying hi. Then stop saying my name. Fair point. I'm here with this clone guy. Who? Me? Ah, uh, yes. You, Jonathan. Hi! Wow. This Jonathan. Hi! Ah! Uh, this guy has even less of a way with words than the real one. Okay, friend, listen to me. You know how we were just in that room back there with a bunch of guys who looked just like you? Who, me? Yes. We need to find one more guy who looks like you. But it's not any of the ones back there. And we need to do it quietly. So please don't say anything unless you need to. Okay? So we're in an office building, right? There must be a corner office or like a boss's office of some sort. Don't say anything. But please just point the way. The Jonathan clone tilted his head. I've seen this look many times. It's Jonathan's puppy dog look, when his little brain is thinking really, really hard. Eventually, the clone seemed to snap out of it and pointed a single, pale finger to a bank of elevators across the floor. Okay, I said. We need to go to the elevators. All right, let's go. I led the Jonathan clone out from behind a desk and we moved swiftly and quietly through the aisles of empty cubicles. There was no one on this floor. My desk is over there. Want to see it? Asked Jonathan. I did not. I tugged on him as we plowed forward toward the elevators. Why do you even have a desk? I whispered. We all have desks, said Jonathan. We all work for the big Jonathan in the sky. I shivered. That must be Baron von Messingham though I didn't like to think of him as a Jonathan. Messingham was my nemesis, whereas Jonathan was my partner. And while Messingham and I had faced each other in numerous epic battles and standoffs, I defeated Jonathan in numerous games and pranks on the daily. If Baron von Messingham was a Jonathan, and I hadn't yet defeated him completely, what would that say about me? Hold it right there! I nearly screamed. I was so surprised to see a small robot appear between the cubicles. 
We were a mere 4.196 meters from the elevators, by my quick calculation. What are you doing away from your desk? Asked the little robot, who was addressing the clone. And what are you doing on this floor? This is my floor. The horror of what I was witnessing washed over me. The robot in front of me, though I hate to admit it, looked just like me. It was a little less shiny, and it was missing a little verve, a little sparkle, that je ne sais quoi, or some other French word that makes me the marvelous me that I am. I'm helping record a podcast, said the clone. The other me, the cloned Bebop, looked at the Jonathan clone as if that was the most ridiculous thing that he'd ever heard. I recognized that look well. It was how I looked at my Jonathan a hundred times a day. You are a ridiculous person, said the clone. I laughed at that, and the clone did too, and I realized that probably the best friend I could ever have is a clone of me. And what about you? The other Bebop said to me. Is he from your floor? Oh, uh, yeah, I said. I guessed quickly that each floor had a Bebop clone on it, probably as a guard or manager or something. Definitely a boss. He got away from me, so I'm just taking him back now, I said. Good, said the other Bebop. The boss doesn't like it when one of these guys fraternizes with the other clones. I know that I should have just played along, that the safest and quickest way through this situation would have been to just laugh and nod, but the very idea that a Bebop could have a boss, and that the boss could be a messing him, oh, it was too much for me to take. Well, you know, it's not like we care what the boss thinks, right? I said. The other Bebop looked at me. I could tell immediately that I'd made a mistake. He spun around and zoomed over to the wall, where there was a red button and a glass case. He lifted up the door on the case and slammed the button. I know who you are, said the Bebop, and you're going to get what's coming to you. I hope you'll understand that I cannot tell you what happened next, not because I can't remember or because it is too violent or gruesome to recount. Put simply, I disabled the cloned Bebop, and I cannot tell you how I did it, because I used the same vulnerability that would make it easy for any enemy of Bebop to disable me. This is top secret info that no detective or robot or detective robot would ever share. Needless to say, the job done. I grabbed the Jonathan and raced to the elevators, pounding on the up button. The elevators opened and we jetted inside. As they closed, I saw a room full of Jonathan speeding toward us. Well, not speeding exactly. Jonathan runs about as fast as a sleepy turtle. But as the door closed, one Jonathan made it there and stuck his hand in to try to keep them open. But he was unsuccessful. The door shut and the hand, like an oversized action figure, popped off and landed on the floor. It looked plastic exactly like a mannequin's hand. I stared at it as the elevator zoomed to the top floor. The Jonathan clone noticed me looking at it in horror. Oh, that. No, don't worry about that, he said. The clone picked up the hand, and it quickly and disgustingly was absorbed by the clone. See? Nothing to be grossed out by at all. I tell you, if a robot could puke, I would have.